are back. So in the grand scheme of things, it was like two seconds. But <laughs> if you break it down, it's been about four weeks. It's been about yeah. But you know, things were happening. Shit's been crazy. Right. <laughs> there's so much to talk about, but there's so much in our personal life we had to deal with too. So But we're here. We are here. It's two glasses deep, clink yes. clink. Yes. And this is episode seven, we said. Yes, episode seven. Today yeah. is June twenty third. Mm-hmm. In the year of our Lord twenty twenty. Twenty twenty that's been going hard and never stopped. It started hard and it's just giving it to us left and right. So we'll 2020 see. is bringing clear vision to everyone. Yeah, I wanted to see clear vision. It's right there. 2020 vision. Okay. We've seen the racism. We've seen how people are. We've just seen everything for what it is. Mm-hmm. We want a clear vision. This is not the way we wanted <laughs> yeah, this it. This is not the vision that I wanted. <laughs> right? We all had goals. We all had dreams. But 2020 said, I am not here to play with you. Yes. I'm not here to work on your terms. I have a mission. That I'm here to accomplish this year. And I'm yes. like, okay, go ahead, 2020. I wonder if the Mayans predicted this. They probably did. They predicted everything, girl. They were like, <laughs> they were like 1,500 years from now, people are going to be losing their shit. Yeah, they predicted everything. I feel like they knew what was up. So, Well, yeah. what are you drinking on today, T? Well, I just mixed some stuff together. So I was at the house. Some tequila, some pineapple juice, and some, what is that? That pink thing? The I'm grenadine. Grenadine, yes. All right. I'm drinking tequila mm-hmm. here at her house mm-hmm. <laughs> with some ginger ale and some orange slices. Mm. And it's actually pretty good. Yeah. The orange slices came from us. <laughs> well, from me <laughs> and another one of my friends trying to make rice water for hair growth. We'll yes. tell you how that works out next yeah, time. Please do. I <laughs> want to be updated. I was not a part of the rice water making, but yes. I'm interested to find out because then maybe I'll go home and make some too. I'm like, shit, I'm not in school right now, so I have time. So <laughs> I'm just like, what else is there to do? So we are out here exploring, experimenting, and make it do what it do, which is really nice. Right, just, and what else is quarantine for? Exactly. Like, you just know, but to learn some new stuff. I know, and spend quality time with your friends. Exactly. So we out here. Mm-hmm. Cheers to y'all. Thanks for tuning in again. Yes, thank if you. If you've been mad that we've been gone, we're so sorry. We are. We are going to try to do better. We are going to try to have a schedule, regardless <laughs> of what life is throwing at us. We're going to try to stay afloat. But let me tell you something. Like this past few months, mm-hmm. I've just been trying to stay afloat. Period. Girl, same. So, like emotionally, yeah, and mentally, every in every aspect. Like I'm just literally feel like I'm. I'm threatened to stay afloat and yeah. like trying to hold on to stay afloat. So that's what's making things a little bit harder to be consistent. You're a very with. busy lady. Girl. You're a busy woman. You got <laughs> shit to do. You got places to be. You got a home and a husband to take care uh, of. You know? So I thank God for my husband because he makes things easy. So that's that's, awesome. that's the blessing. That's the kind of partner I want in life, but I don't think I'm ready for him yet. <laughs> you so are. I just you know, I don't be wanting to deal with people, so <laughs> You gotta find the right one, and right. once you do, it's easy. For right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. I just been, you know, at home finding different things to do. I went out there for a little bit, yeah. and I was uh, out there with you. You were out there, yes. You were out there with me for a little bit, but I'm yeah. ready to go back in now because no. Houston, Texas is mother effing crazy. Yeah, I'm quarantined again. They didn't tell us the quarantine, but apart from <laughs> yes. home. 
and then hanging out with my little village of friends. I'm not trying to be out here with nobody else. Sorry. Absolutely, yeah. Y'all can yeah. have that. Y'all can have the streets. Y'all yes. can have the clubs. <laughs> y'all can have the bars. Y'all can have all of it. I will save my coins over here right. and buy drinks and have Uber Eats or make some food at home and invite some friends over. Right. And that'd be that, yeah. I tell you, I'm so mad about how much money I be spending. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this this is not what's up. Yeah. I just saved all this money, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And, you know. Checking account looks decent. Like, there's a level of money that I want to constantly have in my checking account. And mm-hmm. I'm like $100 away from mm-hmm. that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that's exciting. Yes, yes. Savings is looking good. Yes. Haven't touched that since I opened it. Awesome. So it's like, okay. Yes, everything. What's the is- point of going out? You don't need to. And I'm not a person that likes to hoard money. Because mm-hmm. money is for spending, in my opinion. Like, yeah. I don't want to worship money. It's for sure. Right. But still, like, at least to have some sort of security. But I love money, and I love money going up. <laughs> like, that's, and it's not even just to have money, but it's the fun of money. Like, I right. feel like money is a tool. So, I just it love is. playing with money. Money like, is a means to an end. Exactly. So, and not the that's end. how I see it. So... And I think that's the healthiest way to yeah, see it. Like, yeah. you enjoy making money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are all about that paper. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Nigerian in me. It's part of my blood. I can't even help it. I pray to God about it. I'm like, God, this is what you, you put this in me. So I'm not going to try to get it out. This is just a love and a passion for me that I'm trying to grow to see money go up, you know, period. I realize I'm an impulsive buyer, mm-hmm. so, like, I haven't been, and especially, like, if I get into my favorite clothing mm-hmm. stores, so, like, I haven't been going to Zara, mm-hmm. so that's been saving me a lot yeah. of money, you yeah. know? Haven't been going out to eat and drink, so mm-hmm. that's been saving me money, mm-hmm. but I miss it. So, like, now I'm buying stuff like the bar, yeah. and, like, buying alcohol mm-hmm. for the bar, yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But it's still not as much money as I would spend shopping. Going out, exactly. Yeah. And then you able to spread out how you want your money right. to be spent better like because right. you know what you want now you're able to you know just yeah. pop what you want you know jeremy I, still said even though days i don't be working i've been spending money so <laughs> he says i like to think that i'm a saver but i'm a spender <laughs> i have a new a new interest in tennis shoes mm-hmm. i've never cared about tennis shoes yeah now i have the nike app hey. and i'm scrolling through nikes you know, like, like oh you know, i want those <laughs> I'm like, what's out now? And then I get so upset mm-hmm. when my size is sold out. I'd be like, are you Every, kidding me? Sizes be sold out quick. Quickly. Mm-hmm. So, like, now People I know I got to jump life. on shoes. Mm-hmm. But I look at, I've been looking at the Nike app more than I look at heels. And I've been heels all But do you find life. the Nike shoes super comfortable? So. It depends. It depends. Yeah. Like, the Harachis, mm-hmm. love them. Really? Super comfortable. Mm-hmm. I bought a pair of Air Maxes, but not, like, the ones that you see everyone wear. Mm-hmm. Different pair of Air Maxes, and they hurt, like, my toenail mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. My big toe. Mm-hmm. Um, But those are the only two right now, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm going to buy more, and we'll see how they Yeah, goes. exactly. But I also want to start buying, like, designer tennis shoes, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want a Nike swoosh, you know? Yeah, I yeah. want you to ask. What are those? Yes. Yeah. Not on your budget. I'm just like, yeah, don't worry about it. Don't, don't worry. Worry. On you. Don't worry. I don't want to have to do it, but you asked me. I mean, if you really want to know, then don't talk about me when I tell you how much I spent exactly. on these shoes. Exactly. Not here for your judgment. Thank you. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. But girl. Well, do we cover how was our week? We've covered how was our life. Right? Yeah, so basically. I feel like that's enough. So. Our week, our month. Yes. Our month off. Yes. I mean, we haven't covered it entirely because, you know, there's been a lot going on. Yeah. But, like, personal little stuff. Yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, 
today going to the basis of our, you know, how we do things. Mm-hmm. What national day is today? I still feel like we need to incorporate a little bit of tidbits and fun into this. Sure. Regardless of the condition of the world. Absolutely. we got a whole session to talk about that later. Well... Today is National Hydration Day. So, yes. are you drinking your water? <laughs> so, I have... I told you your skin is popping, so you I mean, thank you. I drink a little bit. <laughs> you do a <laughs> I had some water today yeah. when I went and worked out. But I still didn't even finish. It's like a liter. Mm-hmm. I didn't even finish that liter. And I had already drank most of it yesterday when I worked out. Yeah. So I'm going to go home. Now that I know that it's National Hydration it's Day, nice. it's a, it's I'm going to go home and drink some more water. Yeah. I also had a glass of wine today yeah. so, <laughs> before I came. I feel like water really... I drank some water today, but coffee because I was having this bad mm-hmm. headache. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to boycott Starbucks. Oh my gosh, I can't. I have to. Like, right now... Now I'm doing it, so yeah. I don't know how long it's gonna last, but they piss me off. <laughs> With that comment, they piss me off. I, I don't know so how long mad. I'm gonna be mad at Starbucks. I have okay. no clue. You but may catch me with a Starbucks in like a week. I don't know, but for right now, while I have the energy and the conviction to boycott Starbucks, I'm boycotting. But Starbucks. they took it back. I don't care. I know. That's how you I, felt initially. And that's, that's what you true. said. What you said. But, okay, I see your true colors <laughs> the first time. And here's that's my how I feel issue. About it. So, I saw the article, and then a friend of mine wrote me was like, so they canceled Starbucks? I was like, God, I hope not. Like, I was like, yeah. I didn't read the article fully. Mm-hmm. Let me read it so I can make my own opinion. Yeah. And then by the time I really read it, it was like Starbucks walked it back. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I was... I was now. You said what you said. So, I was talking to a friend, and I was like, well, Starbucks walked it back. He was like... And I was like, but I don't know if that's going to stop... You know, I don't know if that's going to help them. Mm-hmm. And he was like, nah, because you niggas love Starbucks. And I was like, first of all, don't include me in you niggas. But yes, I do love Starbucks. And I really don't want you them to be canceled. How, you know how hard it is for me to boycott Starbucks? I went to Chick-fil-A. For coffee today. Actually, my <laughs> friend Jennifer was like, you know, we're boycotting Starbucks. Let's go to Chick-fil-A. Oh and then God. Chick-fil-A coffee had me in the bathroom. So, you see, <laughs> I can't even do it right. I'm paying see? the price of boycotting right. Starbucks. And then it's like, buy black coffee. Go yeah. to black coffee shops. Well, ain't no I don't black know coffee where they shop are. in my neighborhood. Yes. Like, they're downtown yeah. or something. I and they probably closed. Yeah, I don't know where they are. So, I need so to do more I, research. Yeah. But so I have not boycotted Starbucks just to be a hundred percent transparent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've had Starbucks once. Actually, no. Yes, I've had Starbucks once because I got it in the airport mm-hmm. on the way to Denver. Mm-hmm. Since this whole thing happened, and it was like, I really just, I just want you to be better, Starbucks. I mean, remember after those guys got arrested from the Starbucks, exactly. they took that day off to do like racial sensitivity That's training. What I'm, saying. Or something. I'm like, it's. All of this superficial because if you truly did racial insensitivity training, you would have known how insensitive it was to make a statement like that. But I definitely think a lot of these corporations that have been putting out Black Lives Matter statements Mm. and we support black people are only doing it to save face because they know black people buy Mm -hmm. and they don't want to lose black Okay, so that's what I'm talking about. You know black people buy. You're doing it to save face. So the fact that Starbucks didn't even try to save face is alarming to me. Well, my issue, so like when I read the article, Mm -hmm. it was like we don't like to make political statements at all. Mm -hmm. You know, like don't come in here with a MAGA hat. Mm -hmm. Don't come in here with a BLM hat. Mm -hmm. Don't come in here with a Trump 2020 hat. Mm-hmm. Don't come in here with like a June, uh, I mean like a Biden hat. Mm-hmm. But 
I did not, you know, they were saying how they get to wear pride stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that may, you know, I can understand why being upset. Like, if you can support pride, then you should be able to exactly, support Black Lives Matter. both things you can't change. Right. So, if that's the argument, then you should be able to wear Black Lives Matter. Right. But... Jesus said, you know, forgive. Girl, <laughs> didn't I, hold, didn't I, Jesus I, say he forgive <laughs> 70 times 70 times 70? I'm not there yet, okay? I'm not one of those people you, sh- you shoot a loved one and I'm going to say, I forgive you the next day. I'm, I'm always so confused. I'm like, what? <laughs> Can I get a moment to breathe? Like, I don't understand how this works. Jesus said forgive, so I will get there. Out of all right the people now. to forgive, I was like, you know what? I guess I'm going to forgive Starbucks. Forgive Starbucks real quick. Real quick, because I need my, I know. my cinnamon dolce latte with almond milk. Two pumps of cinnamon dolce, uh, sir, and cinnamon dolce powder on the top. I told you how I felt in the bathroom after <laughs> I worked out at Starbucks today. It was painful. <laughs> I was in there for a minute. I was like, Jennifer, I'm going to be in here for a minute. 25, 25 minutes. I'm just joking. <laughs> not that long, but I was in there. It was in there. I was in there. So, let's see how long this lasts. But regardless, they, they were wrong for that. All that to say, today is National Hydration Day. Yes, yes. We digress. Sorry. We digress. <laughs> so, we're moving on to honorary mentions. So, we're going to give an honorary mention to all the protesters, organizations working on the front lines, front lines, advancing Black Lives Matter, family members of George Floyd Jr., families of all the black brothers and sisters that have succumbed to police brutality. Um, Al Sharpton is advancing the cause, as well as many others, that this is against police brutality and is for social justice and equality for black people. And I think that's an important statement because... The thing that I don't get about racist, or not even racist, like racist sympathizers, mm-hmm. is that they just don't understand, like, we all we want to be is seen as equal. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't saying that you don't matter, or exactly. all lives don't matter, mm-hmm. or, like, black lives matter more, mm-hmm. but for a very, 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 very long time, mm-hmm. black lives have not mattered. Exactly. And they kind of still don't today. Yeah. Like, I mm-hmm. mean, they matter because people don't want to lose the black buying power. Mm-hmm. But at that, that's kind of where it stops with the money there. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Yeah, to me, it's always been crazy because why I don't understand how people think because we say Black Lives Matter, that it somehow takes away from them is mm-hmm. if their life does not matter. Of course, all lives does matter. Yeah. But right now, it's just like the best comparison that I've heard so far is like a burning house. Yeah. Right? The fire department goes to that burning house because that's what's pressing right now. Mm -hmm. That's the danger right now. That's what we have to put out right now, okay? So we can't talk about the house next door and be like, look at my house too. (laughs) My shit is burning. Like Firefighters come (laughs) to my house. Nothing's on fire, but look at it. I'm like, look, that has nothing to do with you right now. This is not about you right in this moment because... We're dealing with the pressing danger that's facing us right now. We are literally being killed in the streets on knees for eight minutes and, what, 46 seconds? Mm -hmm. And we are supposed to look the other way and not blow stuff up? Like, to me, it's just... And those are just what makes it on the news. There's so many other families that are experiencing this that have not got the, you know, the public or the media attention. Yeah, absolutely. That this, you know, certain cases have. This is just the ones that we get to see every single day. Yeah. And if we didn't even have cell phones or we didn't have social media, some right. of this would not even be brought to attention. Right. So this is exactly Hence what, our history. Exactly. 
So this is something that systematically has been happening, like police brutality and police injustice is based on white supremacy that has been in place for so long. This is what we are trying to approve by saying Black Lives Matter. The thing that really gets me, and I honestly, I was like, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of people giving a metaphor or an analogy mm-hmm. to explain Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. So even you having to mention, mm-hmm. like, think of a house. If it's burning, fire, fire. Yeah. Like, why do I have to do it's that? It's honestly mm-hmm. nonsense. And mm-hmm. I think any person who, like, on today, mm-hmm. June 23rd, Tuesday, mm-hmm. is still going to say all lives matter, mm-hmm. you're just choosing to be yeah. ignorant and racist. And for, yeah. Choosing. Because I mean, it makes as sense. As soon as you say it, you've certified yourself right. as a racist. Right. Period. Exactly. Because like, nobody to told you only black lives yeah. matter. Mm-hmm. Nobody said to you, mm-hmm. your life doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. All they said is black lives matter. And yeah. all you have to do is look at the history mm-hmm. of African Americans in this country mm-hmm. to understand why we feel so strongly mm-hmm. and have to speak out mm-hmm. about what is happening to our people. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm done with the analogies. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. I'm done trying to, like, if your wife was sick, you wouldn't be like, <laughs> what about all the other wives? If your yeah. house was on fire, what about all the other houses? Like, no, you just, get it. Like, you fucking know. Yeah. Excuse my language. But it's just but, that you try, you try. This is also what we've had to do for a long yeah, time. Yeah, but that's over. It's constantly explaining and trying to have a white counterparts understand Mm -hmm. how to feel a certain way and that's the issue like that's why that's why we're blowing stuff up that's why things are right because we are no longer we're tired of looking the other way we're tired of letting it roll off our shoulders enough is enough and the time is here for the reckoning like there's no sometimes you don't listen until somebody throws a tantrum and this is the tantrum that like we have to throw because you didn't listen no other right. way. But like so. okay, but white tantrums are amazing. Oh girl, it's we, we experienced the white tantrum. Yes, our, yeah. we had a we experienced the white tantrum last weekend. Mm-hmm. We just minding still, our business, just minding having a girl sleepover. Right, trying to have dinner yeah. and this drunk mm-hmm. white man mm-hmm. comes in barging into, into the, the hotel, hotel from the pool, mm-hmm. screaming how his life matters, mm-hmm. and but he was upset. Because he was asked to leave the pool. Mm-hmm. He was asked to leave the pool, mm-hmm. which had a two-hour rotation. And mm-hmm. he'd been out there. Due to coronavirus. Due to coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And he'd been out there since, I want to say, 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I got out at the pool at 4. Mm-hmm. He was out there at 10, mm-hmm. been in the pool. His daughter's in the water. Mm-hmm. So maybe at least 3. <laughs> 10. 10, yes. He was sunburned. I, yeah, 10 was a... Was a mm-hmm. I don't even know. Anyway, but yeah, so <laughs> sunburn. Mm-hmm. Been out there. And now it's nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. We're in the hotel. Mm-hmm. And now and we were in the restaurant. And mm-hmm. now he's coming in screaming about how his life matters. Mm-hmm. Because he was asked to leave the pool. And mm-hmm. said that the manager told him his life didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Which I don't believe. Yeah. But white tantrums are fucking astonishing. What's, what's astonishing to me is that you experience a moment of what you think is discrimination. A moment. And that is your reaction. Yeah. That is essentially your reaction for you to have such an octave of a thousand in a hotel lobby screaming to every single body you see just because you're drunk. Just because you experience one moment. What do you think people of color experience every day of their life for it's as a long life, as they, This is a lifestyle for Yes, us. this is an everyday. You don't know when it's going to show up, when it's going to pop up. Right. Someone is going to talk outside of their neck. Right. This is every day. We stay ready, unready. <laughs> and I have to be ready to let it just blow over. Right. Because you don't want to be supposed deemed, to smile through it. You, do, you don't want to be deemed aggressive. Yeah. But you come in and you think you have the... 
audacity. You audacity have the right. and the right he, to. He felt like he had the right. And you want everybody to feel what you feel it right at that moment because right. you feel it. This is exactly what we feel every single day. But we are so we've been poised was, enough to like it was do something different. It was so minute. I mean, yeah. it was such a like. A little thing. A little thing. For you to please leave get out the, the pool, pool due to the rules and policies of right. rotation. And you mm-hmm. just, that that is what sets mm-hmm. you off. I mean, we get followed in stores because we black and people going to steal stuff. Mm-hmm. My tall male friends are asked mm-hmm. if they're basketball players yeah. by random white people <laughs> exactly. in the airport. Or people at work ask me, or just randomly, like some patients ask me about my education. That pisses me off. That is a trigger. Right. Like to me, that really pisses me off because I'm like, do you ask everybody about their education? No. You know, like to me, that that is literally a trigger for me. I really like, and then I have to collect myself in the moment whenever it happens. So. It doesn't happen all the time. I had to collect my internal self. You feel like you have to be professional. I think even that alone, I hate that Mm -hmm. part of it that Mm -hmm. because you are a black woman, Mm -hmm. you can't honestly react to something like that. You have to yes, Mm -hmm. you have to taper your response. You have to to take a second. You have to talk yourself down, Mm -hmm. and you have to come off polite and shit because keep it moving and keep it moving. Right, as if it doesn't affect you. And that's how I felt, even like dealing with it at work. Like you want me to George. Floyd was knelt knelt on, mm-hmm. you know, for eight minutes and forty six mm-hmm. seconds. Forty six seconds. Mm-hmm. Brianna Taylor was shot, shot dead, dead in her, her sleep. Home. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and then they covered it up in the report. Right, Ahmaud Marbury. Ahmaud Aubrey. Aubrey, sorry. Ahmaud Aubrey was out for a run, mm-hmm. and he was hunted down mm-hmm. and you, running away from you. Running away from mm-hmm. you, and you and like y'all expect me to go about mm-hmm. life just regular. Yeah. Why? Because yeah. I don't know these people. Yeah. No, because but the common thread we're is we're to black. Be literally, animals in the street being shot down, being suffocated and tortured for eight minutes and forty six seconds. Right. But I'm. We're supposed to look the other way. Right. No more. Sorry. Enough is enough. It's no longer gonna happen. Right. And for me, like I, sorry to say, I agree with protesters. Like, oh yeah, blow shit up. I'm sorry. I know. Like, like because it's you like know, there's no other ways that we're getting attention right. prior to this point. Right. So, no. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm down with the riots. Like mm-hmm. when Minneapolis was burning, mm-hmm. I was like, Minneapolis is burning, mm-hmm. and I'm okay with that mm-hmm. because like, mm-hmm. what the fuck do you yes. expect? I used to exactly. say to my ex, and this is like a very petty, mm-hmm. you know, comparison, but like. When you poke at the bear, mm-hmm. you know, like if I'm exactly. telling you I'm good, oh, I'm, I'm telling you I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, like, or, oh, please stop it. Oh yeah, please <laughs> leave me alone. I just yes. need some space. Yeah, but you want to keep poking and poking and poking, mm-hmm. and then You're as soon as I reaction. go off, mm-hmm. now all of a sudden you're the victim. Yeah. No, you need to take. Assessment, mm-hmm. take accountability mm-hmm. for the actions that brought us here. Exactly. Now, granted, my mama told me, can't nobody make you do nothing. And I agree. But you can still react. But and I my still mama react. also told me to stand up for myself. Exactly. And my mama always told me that. So I I always find a way to collect people professionally because <laughs> you come for me. If I'm bothered, you're going to be bothered. Right. I'm not the kind of a person that will let it go. Like sometimes I do because then I come to the Lord and. We focus yeah. back and just be like, let it go. Yeah. But sometimes, if I'm bothered and I really feel it in my soul, you're gonna feel the you're gonna feel right. the wrath of what I felt collectively right. and professionally. So, so I mean, you just have to stand up for yourself because it, I mean that's essentially what's happening right now. And so. if shit gotta burn while I'm standing up for myself, shit's yeah. got to burn. Exactly. Fuck it. 
it, y'all got insurance. You know, as long as I'm not burning a human exactly. being, your building mm-hmm. will be okay. You exactly. can rebuild that. And mm-hmm. if you don't have insurance, and that's, that's not my problem. And that's, there's <laughs> also a solution to all of this. The solution is coming to the table and understanding the perspective right. of what's happening right now and how to move forward. Right. That's a simple solution. But the thing is, do you want to come to the, you know, do you want to come to the table Nobody and understand really, what what's going on and why certain yeah. things are happening? If you refuse things. to listen, this is what's going to continue to, let, to right. happen. And this is all, I mean, it's funny because, you know, we have this podcast segmented out. Mm-hmm. We like to do our honoring mentions mm-hmm. and the, the things that are happening in blog news mm-hmm. and commentary. But I think with this podcast, it all is one in the same. It's all blurred. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's all one in the same. Mm -hmm. So, like, as we move into what's happening in the news, basically, it's the same thing. (laughs) They're killing black people in the street for no reason. And they're protesting all across the world from the United States to Europe to to freaking Asian countries to everywhere. They are protesting for the same thing because everyone in the world sees this as basic rights of people to be able to be equal and to be able to do the basic thing to live of living and in all honesty like in my opinion Mm -hmm. america is a third world country Mm -hmm. we're a third world country with advanced technology because people here are effing crazy Mm -hmm. and i'm saying effing as if i ain't been cursing this whole time people Mm -hmm. are fucking crazy here you know i mean just when you look at it, mm-hmm. what what's happening today, like this is a third world country. We, mm-hmm. you know, the our leaders like to think we're better than other people. Mm-hmm. We're one of the youngest nations mm-hmm. around, you mm-hmm. know, just being, you know, ratified in seventeen seventy six and mm-hmm. all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But like, we don't have it together, mm-hmm. and I'm so tired mm-hmm. of this. Like, there's an American supremacy. Oh, America exceptionalism. Right, exceptionalism. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a there's an American mm-hmm. elitism. Like, because we tell ourselves this is what we yeah. are. We are the best. That does not make it true. It does not yourself, make it true. Tell yourself something. There is no making America yeah. great again because yeah. America hasn't well, never been great. Really, yeah, stay great. Like, there's racism that's never people. Even the basic thing of just being able to communicate and discuss race, mm-hmm. we can't even do that we without making it feel like somebody people are not feel uncomfortable or because we want to be equal. Yeah, or just to have the conversation out. So for some reason, you're making me uncomfortable. You're infringing on right. my rights and my perspective. So therefore, what you're saying is wrong, and I don't want to hear. Like we can't even have that discussion of that there is race and systemic right. systematic but if you race. Think about it. I mean, our American. I'm not going to say our. Mm-hmm. America's founding fathers mm-hmm. left the British colonies or the mm-hmm. British nation because they didn't agree mm-hmm. with what Great Britain was doing. Mm-hmm. They wanted to, you know, practice their own religion and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So it's like really from day one. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work for me. I'm going to do my own thing. And I'm going to go. Yeah, and then they came into a country that was already populated. And killed the folks. Killed off the population and then claimed And they said own. that they discovered it. Yeah. I love how people discover stuff. Right. They also discovered Africans <laughs> and brought us right? You know, yeah, like, right? it's like, get the fuck the over it. How do you discover something that's been there? Did right. you find people? Did you find infrastructure? Did, did you, you raise this land from the sea? Yeah. Was nobody a part of it? Like, that's fucking ridiculous mm-hmm. which a lot like there's been this false narrative all through the history of this country yeah that's essentially the problem <laughs> that is the total that problem is the problem when you think about mm-hmm. the way we learned black history mm-hmm. in school we this learned about I was told to. I basically yeah. only learned about Martin Luther something. King. I want I want to say something that I feel like is alarming. It was alarming to like. Do you know I didn't even know about slavery till I came to this country, and that is like blows really? my mind. Yeah, like I didn't know there was such thing as slavery. Like it wasn't. I don't know 
why it wasn't taught to me in school. It wasn't until I came to see, this country. See, I would think of Africa. Yeah. You grew up in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Until I, I was nine. Yeah. And I felt like our education was pretty ahead. It seems like still, that's something like, they should, because it's like mm-hmm. Nigerian yeah, history, yeah, you know? Yeah, like I just, I don't, I like I still don't understand why it wasn't taught to me in school yeah. until I came to this country. Like I knew nothing about slavery. What I didn't know up until I went to the African-American Smithsonian mm-hmm. in Washington, D.C., which is amazing. Mm-hmm. And if you're ever in Washington, D.C. and have the opportunity to visit this museum, mm-hmm. it is the most amazing museum mm-hmm. of all. Mm-hmm. But four years ago is when slavery, when the slave trade started. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, mm-hmm. Africans, Europeans, mm-hmm. every, Asians mm-hmm. lived in harmony. Mm-hmm. Like nobody was rooting, you know, going and uprooting people from Africa for mm-hmm. slavery. Like 600 years ago. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, you know, African nations flourished. Exactly. There were people out there, mm-hmm. you know, they had visitors. They had white visitors. And even if you looked into the Bible and just, yeah. like, the context and the when historical you talk about context, Egypt. Exactly. Right. That's been Africa. Right. That's been, like, yeah. that's been the case. No one discovered anything. Right. It's always been. Ethiopia was mentioned in the Bible so many different right. times. And, like, the most mentioned country that's in Africa. Yeah. Like, so... So, that, like, so yeah. when in, when one or two or three white mm-hmm. men come and decide, mm-hmm. like, you know, there are... Uh, I, I can't remember the exact text, mm-hmm. but the Smithsonian has it where they talk about how, like, these specific men came mm-hmm. and said, like, if we can break this country, mm-hmm. we can make money off mm-hmm. the backs of these mm-hmm. people. And that's exactly what they mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. But I was just so astonished to find out that that was what it was. Yeah. 600 years ago... Mm-hmm. We are living in harmony. Yeah. 400 years ago, yeah. we're sold into slavery. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then what really kills me is white people being like, get over slavery. Yeah, it's, it happened so long ago. I don't understand why she have to pay for what my ancestors did. Because most, what? You're still acting that way. That's exactly. That You're statement still right there. Acting mad and like mad entitled, mad yeah. like this, this never happened. So I don't understand. We all are equal now. No, we're not no, equal we're not. because we are still we still have certain things that zoning that zones yes. people of color in certain communities right. that keeps them there and defunds their school. Don't have enough funding for schools. That this is in schools till you grow up. Right. You get less opportunities. You know, just throughout your life, like this is still systematic. Yeah. And then you are discriminated against whenever you go right anywhere you never know when you're going to face something like even like in other cultures when you travel to other countries they associate with white being better mm-hmm. there are people in asia who stay complete asia and india but which that's what india is on the continent of asia that's what we've been told right but that's what they've been taught country. but like so people in Asia and India, mm-hmm. you know, will cover themselves completely mm-hmm. when before going outside mm-hmm. because they don't want to get any darker mm-hmm. because what is associated with pureness and betterness is white. Mm-hmm. Even when you think but about who the, told that story and why do we feel that? Right. Way? No, that was mm-hmm. British colonizers yeah. coming around telling exactly. y'all we're better than you. And then colonizing the country right. and having their pictures everywhere and painting us a white Jesus. Right. And everything that's right is white. Right. And I mean, even when you think about colors, just mm-hmm. straight up red, mm-hmm. black, blue, mm-hmm. white. White is all like angels mm-hmm. and heavenly mm-hmm. and pure mm-hmm. and amazing. This and is black is this evil. is not popular culture. This is right. all right. aspects of it. Black is evil. Mm-hmm. Black is wrong. Mm-hmm. Black is aggressive. Mm-hmm. Black is threatening. Yeah. And it's like, are you fucking kidding yeah. me? Yeah, this is what's been told yeah. throughout our lives. And also for the future generations, right? We hope to break it, but 
certain racist people are raising right. no, children who are going to grow up to be racist if they don't know. You I know mean, what I mean? Outside of the bubble. When you think about it, 400 years ago mm-hmm. is what slavery was. Mm-hmm. We are still fighting this fight exactly. from our, from mm-hmm. our ancestors, mm-hmm. from the things that happened for years. And we're still going through a civil rights movement right, right now. And we're still mm-hmm. fighting for civil yeah. rights. I mean, we've come a long way. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm not in shackles. Mm-hmm. I'm not in chains. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not being tortured for mm-hmm. medicinal purposes mm-hmm. like some of these doctors did to black women that every time I read the story. And I let's talk believe. about that. I mean, some physicians and some, there was like articles of people still thinking like with this whole coronavirus, there's been reports that they want to test it in certain African countries. Right. To me, it's like this, we're still having the same situation. It's like, this is what, 400 years later and this is still... Right. Black people are looked at less than to where let's test this new medication right, right. On, you know, the, the, on the on other Africans that don't matter, right? And this, this is this is what we keep. You know what I mean? Yeah. We keep portraying black people as if less than. I was reading a story about a black, I mean, a, a white doctor mm-hmm. who only experimented on black women because he truly believed that black women didn't feel pain. Oh wow! And like. Like, you know, that's why I don't even like, I have come to not like the term strong black women anymore yeah, yeah. because it alludes to that, you know, we can go through so much and still yeah. endure. And yeah. it's like, no. And still keep moving. Right. And it doesn't, yeah. I am human. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go through something that's going to affect vulnerable. me. I am vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I am sensitive. Even this, all this that's happening, there's right. a constant low-grade emotional stress right. that, I, that I feel like is just plateauing constantly every right. day. That, 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 that's part of the thing in wanting to stay afloat because it's just constantly wearing on your soul right. to see the state of the world and to see the attack on your people. You know what I mean? Right. Every single day. And like, then, but as a black woman, we're expected to be strong mm-hmm. and like hold and up fight for black everybody. men mm-hmm. and fight for black women mm-hmm. and then and like, fight for everybody else that's going through something right. else in the world. Trans people. I feel like we Gay are the people. most vocal people. We are. As even just in general about injustice in mm-hmm. the world. Right, but when it comes to when we need something, or people are yeah, focus a vocal as as we are as yeah. people, like I would love all my white friends and all my you know right. everyone to be on board. I mean, board black with women are part of the suffrage yeah. movement. Black mm-hmm. women are part of mm-hmm. women's rights. Yeah, black women are part. Of me black too. women are a part of the Me Too. Black women are part mm-hmm. of Pride. Yeah, black women are a part mm-hmm. of every yeah. single mm-hmm. thing. We show up for everybody else. But yeah, and when nobody shows, shows up, for up for us. It's like. We have to explain. Yeah, we have to explain, justify, right. help you understand why we. We need really got to break it down to you yeah. why Breonna Taylor exactly murderers need matters. to be arrested. Mm-hmm. We got to tell you, like exactly, they shot her in her sleep, and they literally just re- re- uh, released a report of how the officers shot into the house without fully even like seeing I what the threat was, and then all they did was still fire. There's still no charges against any yeah. of this man. And like, I just and even it. with those reports that were put out by their superiors, I was talking to a black male friend of mine, and I'm saying how black women's bodies are the most are the least respected human bodies mm-hmm. on this planet, mm-hmm. right? Like you know, especially when you think about slavery, how they used us to have babies, mm-hmm. how they used our teeth, how mm-hmm. they experimented mm-hmm. on us because apparently we don't feel pain, mm-hmm. you know. And then when you think about today, how like we get walked over because we're just supposed to be able to take it, yeah. we get looked over mm-hmm. because like. 
clearly uh, we're not smart enough or if we are passionate we're aggressive mm-hmm. I, and we try to take the higher road right and we try to take the high road we take the like we're but like the, assertive but we, but, but we also see people who throw tantrums every day right even in just in general and they get their way but as soon as we have yeah, some oh no, kind of you're opposition we're angry black women I hate the yeah. angry black woman stereotype yeah. so it's just like there's so much mm-hmm. that feeds into just everything that's happening. Mm-hmm. So many nuances. Mm-hmm. So many like levels to this. Mm-hmm. And then when you're a black woman, it's just like you're just more disrespected. Mm-hmm. Like I get that black men, you know, they're being gunned down in the street and that is absolutely terrible. Mm-hmm. But our black women are being snatched, mm-hmm. being raped, yep. being sold mm-hmm. into sexual Slave, slavery, slavery and then all across the being world being killed. Mm-hmm. You know? Like mm-hmm. we get all this torture mm-hmm. ahead of it, mm-hmm. and then we're killed. Like yeah. the the murder part mm-hmm. is the relief. Mm-hmm. It's like just kill me now mm-hmm. instead of constantly torturing mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. and raping me yeah. and using me mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I was trying to explain it to a friend of mine. And he seemed to get it at the end of it, mm-hmm. but I was just like, you really have to think about what it means to be a black woman because mm-hmm. no one's gonna believe you. Mm-hmm. For the most part, mm-hmm. outside of your black lady yeah. friends, yeah. no one's going to believe you. Doctors don't believe you. Yeah. They think you're being <laughs> dramatic. I had men think I was I being like, dramatic. I, I feel like we're, we're going deep, deep into I know. things that we shouldn't <laughs> even go deep in. Because I'm like, but it's the truth. I'm like, sometimes even some of our black men don't show up for no, us. No, black, uh, yeah. I love black men. And I, I feel do, like I yeah. always have to preface that. Mm-hmm. But I, and there is yeah. not a black man in my life yeah. that I do not think will we'll not show up, show up for, for me, me. but right. we also seen the but I've seen so, so many, many black, black men, men that not don't show up for women exactly period for black or women. look at other women as better right like you weren't raised by a black woman right and like then, you know what I mean like yeah. it's just like I feel like we're going but you know but it's the truth all <laughs> black lives matter all black lives all black lives matter yes. <laughs> I'm not saying that all yes, black lives matter let's, let's really matter all black lives matter but we are, we are speaking of some things that you just yes. like it's just I think it's important to point mm-hmm. out the differences, though, yeah, because... for sure. Because there's so many, like you said, nuances to yeah. all of this. Yeah, there's so many layers to every single segment of right. the community. Of, right, like you know what I mean. Just like trans women are being disrespected yeah. and killed on a different. You know yes. what I mean. Like there's so many different layers, different communities within the community yes. that are being affected differently. Right, but I think yeah. at the there's like Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. and then the next sub level is Black Men, Black Women. Yes. And then we get deeper into yeah. like gay men, Black trans men, Black exactly. you know all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Excuse me, but I feel like it's been a on my mind, I guess, mm-hmm. because you know we still haven't had any justice for Breonna mm-hmm. Taylor, mm-hmm. and I saw so many more voices be so much louder for, for George, George Floyd, Floyd. Mm-hmm. than I am seeing for Breonna Taylor. Yeah. Now, I know the movement is still going. Mm-hmm. Like, I still see it. I'm mm-hmm. glad to still see it. Yeah. But it is not mm-hmm. as Vocal. assertive mm-hmm. or as aggressive mm-hmm. or as, yes, yeah. as it was for George Floyd. Mm-hmm. And, somebody, and the media attention. Either. Right. And somebody brought up to me, like, well, there's a video of George Floyd. And I get that. Mm-hmm. Yes, there was a video of him being mm-hmm. knelt on for eight, eight minutes. minutes. Oh, girl. Every time I think about it, it's just... That that weighs on yes. me. Just every time I think of the every minute that passed by, yeah. of just I mean, he's grasping and asking and asking begging, for his mother. and then it's just like just how just callous he, yeah, it's and just, evil, and just you felt nothing. Your hands just in your pocket, and you just don't feel anything. Yeah, it's, and, and you, the next step is they're calling for an ambulance, and you feel nothing. 
You know what I mean? Like, how do we go from a, a man that was just wanting to be he just to someone to that, like... And that's all it is. Like, can we just live? Take me to jail, yeah. okay? Take me to jail. Even though I know that's not right in itself. It's not right. But at least but I have my life. Let me at least live. I can fight for my life. At least give me that mm-hmm. basic human right to mm-hmm. life. Yeah. I was born. Mm-hmm. I should be able to And you live. shouldn't be the one to take me out. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, there's... God is in control exactly. of all this. Like, let him take me out, yeah. not you. Mm-hmm. But yes, so I guess I, you know, I digress into the black womanhood. Girl, I get very passionate about and, it, and, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like that's that's when I went into it with you because it's just like there's so many facets of this. Mm-hmm. Truly, like even that we I mean, see, we ain't even talking about yeah, even that we death. see popular culture yeah. or even childbirth or yeah. even hospitalization and black women not being believed when they right. say they're in pain even or just even black women Serena being against Williams black talking women. about even blood clots or yeah. just the cattiness of like even as black women we don't always like root for each exactly, other exactly that's what I'm saying that's women are against thing. women yeah and that we see each so other as a competition much. and it's just so many that's why that's one thing I was telling my friend today like I appreciate Houston because I feel like most black women that I encounter in Houston are truly for each other a girl's girl willing to be like you know like hey girl super nice friendly there for each other like i don't know if it's because like houston is a black city so like it's just like camaraderie is just natural but that's not always been the case you know like i just appreciate that so much about houston it's not necessarily like of course it's not the case for all black women yeah for sure but i think it's a blessing i think it's also the community like the community and it's where you find these yes it's where you find these women Mm -hmm. in like if you pray you focus and you like ask god for what you Mm -hmm. want and god really draw me to you guys yeah god drew me to my bible study group that has been like support for me for like since i like god drew me to a certain community of women that I just feel like just you know yeah, that I that feel just, supported yeah. and loved by absolutely so, yeah yeah no, I so agree. that's probably part of my experience too but it's why just I feel that way I mean it's just another mm-hmm. facet of just how much it's against black women yeah. and it's hard especially like sometimes even explaining it to black men like even mm-hmm. one of the men that I feel protected by I'm mm-hmm. telling him all of this mm-hmm. and he was like I think you're wrong and mm-hmm. I don't even like that because I'm like if you're telling me I'm wrong, then you don't believe me. Yeah. And now, like, I don't me, feel protected, yeah. you know? Like, mm-hmm. I need you to hear what I'm saying, mm-hmm. understand it, and then just, you know, mm-hmm. sympathize. And I experience because you're not in my you're shoes. not a black yeah. woman. Yeah. It's like, it's mm-hmm. basically, if I'm saying, like, black women matter, yeah. and you're telling me <laughs> no. all black people matter. And <laughs> I'm like, like, that's not what I'm talking to you about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> saying that all black people don't matter yeah, i'm just saying black, matter black women matter too yeah, you know exactly. and it's i honestly feel yeah. like it's the exact same thing yeah it really but is we have so many fights to fight mm-hmm. that it's like okay let's start with the mm-hmm. top level yeah black lives and matter then, yeah and then we can and that's exactly how i feel about the strong things right especially when we have celebrities like p diddy that says oh let's push oh this God. black agenda for joe biden yeah because if we don't push this black agenda we're not voting him in and i'm like sir First of all, P. Diddy, you don't speak for everybody. Right. Secondly, you don't, you're not a black spokesman. Right. Secondly, the biggest trouble right now is voting Trump out yes. for us to be able to start. It's like start at least a yeah. little bit fresh to move towards something. It's like not the time, not, not the, the place. Exactly. Like because calm if down. we don't vote Joe Biden in or whoever that we think is the next best person other than Trump, like we are gonna just continue with the train wreck that we've been doing like this is not the vision like i'm like have the bigger vision 
than just trying to like it was like so tone deaf it was just like yeah we well we as the black people yeah joe biden needs to get on our page and i'm like i'm sorry but i feel like black people need to get on joe biden's page i mean he might do some weird shit and i'm like shit there's no bigger agenda than getting trump out right right even with like the democratic Mm -hmm. primaries and Mm -hmm. all the candidates in the Mm -hmm. world I was like, y'all need to stop fighting. We all need to get on the, on the one same page, page and get on this freaking train. Trump out of yeah, office. Exactly. But y'all want to fight about dumb shit. Yeah. So and so said something about black people yeah. back in 1982. Yeah. I don't care. Uh, yeah. Because at some point, if we're all supposed to be like change, change, and or I feel even like someone can understand evolve, it, right? Yes, people yeah. evolve. And oh that's what and that's what we hope people do. That's right? what we want people because to do. This is the whole point this of this is whole, whole movement is that we're it, hoping people evolve yes. to be better people. And who you were at 30 years, who I was in high school is no longer who I was. And if you come to me right. about who I was in high school, I don't even want to hear you because right. you, that's, not who, you, that's not who I am I right was 18 now. years exactly. old. Exactly. So what are you and talking I about? And I agree with that. I mean, mm-hmm. I had this conversation about forgiveness. Like mm-hmm. at some point, mm-hmm. um, when do you forgive someone? Exactly. Like if someone, I heard a story about, um, a girl was called a nigger mm-hmm. by a white person in high school. Mm-hmm. All of this stuff has been happening. He called this girl mm-hmm. and apologized to her. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, it's like six years later. Yeah. He but called it's still her. on his soul. Right. Mm-hmm. He called her. He was like, I want to apologize to you for calling you a nigger, calling you the N-word, mm-hmm. talking terribly about you and your race in high school. Mm-hmm. And one person's reaction was like, fuck that. You don't have to make him feel better about his yeah. racism. Mm-hmm. And my reaction is like, Okay, so how do how do we get better then? Yeah. Like, how do we move forward? How do we move do forward? Do we just want to be mad? Right. Yeah. Like, do you just want to hold that? Yeah. Because this uh, clearly this mm-hmm. happened several years ago. Yeah. It's weighing on his conscience. And he came he out called and called you to apologize mm-hmm. and ask for your forgiveness. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to do that. Yeah. He could have just apologized to the Lord. Yeah, exactly. And, and kept it moving. Mm-hmm. But you know, so when mm-hmm. does forgiveness kicked in? When yeah. do we consider evolution? When yeah. do we consider changed mm-hmm. minds? When do we consider being yeah. learned? We want white people to learn our history and the little progress that we. Did manage to have because mm-hmm. even though it seems like we're setting back a hundred years again, yeah. but the little progress that we managed to have is because there was some people changed people their minds. evolved a little bit. Yeah. Now Trump is giving people open cards to be vocally and openly yeah. racist. Yeah, you know that sets us back another what sixty years. <laughs> right. But I mean, the only the little progress of that we were able to have was because people evolved, and hopefully right. that's the. That's what happens from this movement. So I'm always appreciate. I am. I am a person. Mm-hmm. As long as I know you, mm-hmm. if you're white and I know you, you mm-hmm. want to come to me mm-hmm. with some sort of question. Yeah. You know, I have a white person ask me about microaggressions, microaggressions versus unconscious bias. Mm-hmm. And so that to me told me one, she'd been doing her own mm-hmm. research, mm-hmm. and she was so like, she knew right? So she knew the questions I, I, to ask, the and questions. she just wanted more information. Yeah, she wanted clarity. Mm-hmm. She was like, you know what? I have a personal question to ask you. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between a microaggression mm-hmm. and a unconscious bias? And I mm-hmm. said, I'm glad you asked that. Mm-hmm. I've never even really thought about yeah, it. Yeah, I do feel but like... But let's have that discussion. Right, but let's have that discussion. Mm-hmm. And because I can tell that you've been doing your own research, mm-hmm. you've been Googling and all these kinds <laughs> of stuff, words. Right, to <laughs> find the answers, yeah. I will add my own personal experiences mm-hmm. yeah. and my clarity mm-hmm. to it mm-hmm. to help you understand further. Yeah. So I'm happy to have those conversations. Mm-hmm. I think those are the conversations that matter. That needs to be had. Yeah. yeah. I'm not finna, but 
you know, and I'm also not just going to make white people feel better. I did tell you about, we got stopped at Walmart today. And yes. we asked about how, yeah. it, how it is to be black in America. Yeah. The most random thing in the world. And then yeah. after we discussed a little bit, we didn't discuss, he was hearing us. Yeah. Which I was like, I don't know if to, like, you don't even know how to accept something yes. like that, right? Because Especially from a stranger. Random, we're in Walmart, which is walking, and you're asking me what it means to be black in America, and you're talking about you want to drive around black one day so you can know what it feels like. All of this feels odd, right? It feels fetishy. It feels weird, and then it's like I still have to portray myself with class, right? And not judgmental, at least. In right, front of because you. if you cuss them out, yeah, you'd be like, like, well, this, this is why, this why is we don't, why like I don't people. exactly. I have yeah. to. I have to represent myself and my race in that moment, essentially, right? To explain to you the systematic racism and all the stuff that happens and why we, you know, why Black Lives Matter literally is the conversation. You know what I mean? And for you to be like, I want to, I'm like, what are you talking about? I want to ride around. Right. But then usually you're like, okay, maybe even though as inauthentic that conversation was, Maybe those are the simple kind of con- even if someone yeah. doesn't know how to approach it. Right. Maybe those little conversations it was what needs to happen for yeah. people to like get it or be at least they're open to hearing yeah. or have questions and they have nobody else to ask that you stop somebody at Walmart <laughs> to have this discussion. Maybe this is his first time coming across black people. I, I I'm know, sure there were right? other black people in Walmart. Yeah. And he saw y'all and he was like, they look like friendly black ladies. <laughs> Let me ask Let them. me ask Yeah, them. and then, you know, then he asked me my trigger question. He asked us my trigger question. About your education. And about my education. And you was like, and get that, the uh, fuck out of my face. And I'm like, that's to represent well. to represent well. <laughs> I'm like, why are people, folks always trying to ask me about my education? That really pisses me off. Yeah. Do not ask me about my education. Because let me tell you, I am very well educated. I don't brag on myself, but do not ask me about my freaking education. Because that yeah. pisses me off. Anyway, so tell me, what have you been doing to help move the movement along? Um, And what do you feel people can do to be a part of the solution? For me, I've been like, you know, calling representative, Mm -hmm. of course, donations. Mm -hmm. And I was having this specific conversation with my sister because I feel like part of the issue is not everybody wants to be out there protesting, Mm -hmm. right? Not everybody feels... Comfortable. First of all, coronavirus. Coronavirus. (laughs) Shit is getting real. It's been real, okay? So it's getting realer in Houston, Texas. So it's just like, you know, I was having that conversation because with her, because she works for organizations that is advancing the movement. So I was like, you know, what kind of things can people do? Because I feel like, you know, in general, some people don't know what to do. So she was telling me, like, you know, whenever you make a social media post... That is good for make, bringing the attention to everybody in your feed, mm-hmm. but that doesn't necessarily do anything outside of that. Mm-hmm. She was saying, like, whenever you direct your social media post to your specific representative, that definitely catches their attention. And the more things that are directed to them through social media, and, like, if you type your specific representative... That catches their attention, whether it be Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Okay, that's a good point. And then, you know, what I've done is call, I call Brianna's Taylor representative. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that wasn't my specific representative. But, you know, like if you have clear issues that you want your specific representative to advance, yeah. and you come in with a clear message, 
you know, you can give them a call. And for me, I've wrote my representative in the past about a specific issue that was personal to me. Mm-hmm. And I got a hint, I got the letter back from each representative that was like, that I sent it out mm. to. They addressed it to me specifically, dear Talani. Uh-huh. And they spoke on what I was told them specifically. So to me, and that was not had to do with Black Lives Matter. That had to do with a personal thing that I mm-hmm. wanted help on. You know, but things like that, but your representatives work for you. Yeah. And also, there's power in organizing. Like, we see the power in the protesters and um, just their specific organization that this is their nine to five, this is their life's work. So, just joining those organizations and being taken apart and, you know, find one in your local community and joining them and going forward together as with a joint, clear vision about what you want. Yeah. And then showing up, you know, right now is the time of coronavirus. So, it's kind of hard, but like, you know, in yeah. the past, there was council meetings, town hall meetings, just getting to know your representative in person and talking to them about specific things that yeah. you want to get done. Um, it's one of the biggest things. And also voting, girl, because none of this matters if we don't vote. None yeah. of it matters if we do not vote. My issue, so I've done a lot of that. I've done the protesting. Mm-hmm. I've done donating. Mm-hmm. I've signed petitions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, too. You know, so I'm trying to do all of that. I like that point that you make about tagging your representatives mm-hmm. to make sure that it is, like, seen by them. Exactly. Or at least they get the impression, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, sending clear messages and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm always reposting stuff on social media, but I'm going to start tagging yes, specific uh, representatives. representatives. Yeah. Um, but then my issue, like, with town hall meetings and meeting your representatives in person is they don't really care about any opposing voice to them. Like, we think about... So, you know, Kentucky did their voting today. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if you saw, but they closed down over... See, they regularly have 3,200 polling places. Mm-hmm. For the vote today, they only had 200 polling places. And Jefferson County, which holds half of their black people, mm-hmm. only had one polling place for 600,000 plus oh, people. Wow. So, like, they're in, that's like Mitch, how you're supposed right. to be in line for And that. that's Mitch McConnell's, mm-hmm. uh, he represents that, mm-hmm. you know, and he's the Speaker of the House, I think. Mm-hmm. He's a Republican Speaker of the mm-hmm. House. I think. Mm-hmm. Don't fact check me. Or fact check me and let me know I'm wrong. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. but so this is how, like, voter suppression happens. Yeah, so, exactly. like, you get so discouraged. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, the people in Atlanta waiting in, in mm-hmm. lines for hours, hours. Mm-hmm. just to cast a vote because mm-hmm. they're closing. Because it matters your neighborhood, too. It matters your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You have to vote, especially exactly. in, if you're not doing pre-voting, mm-hmm. you have to vote in your neighborhood at mm-hmm. your vote polling exactly. location. So mm-hmm. really, it's important to get out there and vote early, early. where mm-hmm. you can vote anywhere. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, this is voter suppression. This is systematic racism. Mm-hmm. This is what they're doing to stop our voices from mm-hmm. being heard. Mm-hmm. And these representatives, especially, in my opinion, the Republicans, you know, um, don't care about what the people want. They are really, in my opinion, advancing their own agendas because 50 states, 50 states protested over police brutality. Mm-hmm. We have not seen one ounce. I mean, no, no let me not lie. We've seen very minimum mm-hmm. legislative policy change. We've and seen. Then, and the ones that do try to be, you know, on C-SPAN <laughs> gets blocked right. so quickly. Like, right. Yeah. And they do it all this mm-hmm. trivial shit. Mm-hmm. Painting Black Lives Matter yeah. on the street. Mm-hmm. Changing the name yeah, of, yeah. like, Black Lives Matter yeah. Plaza in Washington, D.C. Which does matter, right? But it matters, but, but it's not. At the same not, time, we need real We need changes. policies. We need but legislation. But there's certain things that are changing because, like, they are. Didn't one of the states disband their police? 
or or defunded the police. There was a city in New Jersey mm-hmm. that disfu- that um, defunded their police years ago, mm-hmm. and basically, like, and what I understand defunding the police to mean is not like take money away from the police, no. but and like they pay, they overpay. Yeah, they overfund the police. Exactly. So, like, this city in New Jersey defunded their police and basically built it from the scratch up. I mean, from the bottom up, Mm -hmm. new training, Mm -hmm. new officers, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And things have been better since then. Mm -hmm. So I think it's another problem that people say, like defund the police, like we're going to go from a $2 billion budget to $0. No, bro. It means means all y'all need is still going to come when you call them. All you need is 200 million. You don't need 2 billion. You don't even need 200 million, but that's being generous. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. it means stop paying. You, you defund schools Mm -hmm. all the time. You defund, um, arts and, you know, those type of, um, we put it into organizations. Yeah. We put it into the schools. We put it into affordable housing. We put it into business. I'm saying and affordable wages. I mean, wages increased wages. Like those are the things that are diverted into the right. community What's to allow it to thrive. Betsy DeVos, they mm-hmm. cut the education budget at a federal level, and then even the city of Houston just upped. Yeah. The, oh yeah, they the upped Houston it. Houston police, which is why budget. I'm over like uh, Chief Acevedo. Yeah. You know, he was at protests, yeah. kneeling with protesters, mm-hmm. but they also killed six unarmed black men. Yeah. Couple of months ago, mm-hmm. I don't care that Chief Acevedo's yeah. out here with his fist up. Mm-hmm. Y'all just took like two, what exactly. was it, two billion or two million, two point one billion dollars, mm-hmm. and all we're doing is asking for like some sort it. of, mm-hmm. you know. So it's just I can't get with it because it's just like at the end of the day. But the thing is, I feel like whenever you disrupt it enough, right? Because we're out here in the streets. Like we are, like as much disruption as it is into their personal agenda and it's in their face every day, it's in their face, you know, like they can't get nothing else done. I feel like that's the best way to, I don't know, because they essentially are supposed to work for you. You know, in Atlanta, so because the killers of Rayshard Brooks were fired and charged, I believe, Mm -hmm. There was a walkout of policemen mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So the mayor of Atlanta called another county or another city and asked for like some help from that county to, to bring come. in police. And they refused. Mm-hmm. They refused because the Rayshard Brooks murderers were fired. Mm-hmm. And so like police are taking a stand against cities mm-hmm. and against the public. They mm-hmm. are not out here to serve and protect. Yeah. They and are mad that they can't get away with murder. And then that's why there's all this union that pushes and pushes and pushes to protect the police. But I'm like, who's protecting the public? Nobody. No one. Like, your whole job is to serve and protect. The protection part, most importantly. Because, first of all, why do you need to choke somebody and put someone in a chokehold for minutes? Why do you need to shoot to kill? Like, even if you feel someone is a threat to you, you right. shoot to dis- like to disarm, not right. to kill. You shouldn't be going in the back. You shouldn't be... You should be... Like... In the leg, yeah, you and know, not to kill. And literally, literally to killing people. Police departments are full of non-people of color who are afraid of people of and, color, and, and they're, they're like, not even in the communities that they right. serve. Right? You right. live in this in a different district. Right. You live in Missouri you, City, exactly. But you're, you know, patrolling. And you fear the people that you, you <laughs> the neighborhoods know. that you're supposed to be yeah, to be serving in. It's so, and that's that's the type of change yeah. that we need. Mm-hmm. We need 
policies that, that address there. that. We mm-hmm. need policies that address that. We need legislation. We need rules. We mm-hmm. need all these type of things that address the actual things that are yeah. happening. And I would really I don't love care about police black officers life. to live in a neighborhood. That yeah, they absolutely should. Because I mean, should, when the more you know somebody, the right. more the less likely you're able to see them as an enemy. Right. Yeah. I mean, my, I, we have courtesy officers that exactly. live in our apartment. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yeah. and if I come across them one day and then they see me again and something's yeah. going wrong, I'm yeah. like, I'll feel better because they already know, know who me. I am. Exactly. exactly. But it's yeah. you know, this is such a passionate topic, and I feel like you know, police has always been the the go to in this country. It's the default. And then, but like it's like there's so many other ways of crisis de-escalation than right, just police officers. The thing that throws me off, especially about Black Lives Matter, is like y'all know, fifty years ago, white policemen were turning the hose on black people mm-hmm. in the streets, setting dogs loose, mm-hmm. and so y'all think that that's not a part of society and the and police still is. police pro- policies and procedures right now. Cars literally ran protesters in New York. It's ridiculous. They literally pushed the old men down, and all of them walked past, even though now yeah. he has a brain injury. And I think police. So this the, is I think police departments are full of, not full. I'm not. And don't get me wrong. I don't think that all police officers. are Yeah, bad. and I don't want that to be right. The but story I think because that's not there the case. are a lot of police officers became officers because mm-hmm. they were bullied, mm-hmm. picked on in school, mm-hmm. and they want some sort of power. It's yeah. like rapists. Mm-hmm. Not calling police officer rapists. <laughs> I'm just saying rapist mentality mm-hmm. is all about yeah. power. Yeah. Like they want to they want you to fight back and they want to overpower you and that's yeah. what gets them so, up. Yeah, just think, so they can so they can get off. Right. So they, they feel can, some they can sort of power. You, so they can and power stunt. is a drug. Mm-hmm. Power is a drug. Yeah. And the and more we, you're able to get away with one thing yeah, you keep doing it. Right. So okay. I think there's a lot of police officers that out there are high on power. Mm-hmm. And they've been doing shit like this for years. And then somebody catches it on tape one day. I know. And, it is what it and is. then it's, it's off to the races. Yeah. You killed a black man. Mm-hmm. And then you are surprised why you have to pay. But as long as this needs to go on for it, it needs to continue. Because. Yeah. It, I mean, you know, change needs to happen. There's a time. lot of cities with the shits. Like, mm-hmm. L.A. still protesting. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. I don't know that there's still more protests happening in Houston. Mm-hmm. I know one happened in the medical center after the big one downtown. Mm-hmm. But uh, still happening. When I was in Denver, supposedly there was a protest, like, that day that we got mm-hmm. there. So, like... And also... No justice, no peace. Indianapolis, which I'm, it's one of the main cities that's constantly protesting. So, like, that, that just serves in my heart, right? Because it's just, like, that's my hometown and right. we're ready to. So, gotta be with the shit. Exactly. Gotta be with the shit. Girl, I'm moving on because it's just too much. I mean, there's, we could go on for days. It's too much. <laughs> it's, too much. <laughs> it's really too much. It's so much. <laughs> um, this coronavirus, let's talk about this briefly in Houston and how it's like. So, in my job, we get reports every day of the numbers of coronavirus in Houston. I'm Do you pay at- attention to the color levels? I know there's like a color scale as well. Yeah, there is a color scale, but I'm not, I really look at the numbers more. Okay. Um, so. As of yesterday, the confirmed cases in Greater Houston is 33,386. And the hospitals are slowly reaching their capacity for COVID-19. And I know you're talking about the color scale. I don't quite know the color scale, but I know we're second. We're almost to number one. Okay, so that means we're in the 
orange. orange. Yeah, we're yes. in the orange right now. Okay. So any point we can. And then the next, one. the worst and level is red. Yeah, and I think we had like a the most single day jump today. I think so. And even like the hospital, Texas Children's Hospital, they're taking adult patients just so they can release wow. the capacity for other hospitals. I yeah. know our hospital, we're reaching capacity for COVID patients. I mean, because you have to keep in mind, you don't only treat COVID patients, you also have to treat regular you patients. You have to treat regular patients. And yeah. And then we can't, like, let's say we can tell an ambulance, divert this, because we can't take it anymore, right? Yeah. But you can't stop people who just walk in through right. the ER. Right. So, like, you still have to take that capacity on, and the, like, it's just, it's just constantly happening. And even people that you don't think have symptoms have coronavirus, which is also yeah. the biggest threat, because then... They give it to other people. Who shows incredible, like, dangerous symptoms? I uh, was talking to a friend of mine today, and her mother had to go to the hospital, you know, because she wasn't feeling well. But I was telling her, like, I'm really glad that she went because Mm -hmm. there is a whole, like, sect of people who are afraid to go Mm -hmm. to the hospital end up dying at home because, Mm -hmm. you know, they won. They were saying, like, Unless you can't breathe, don't go in for COVID. Mm-hmm. And then people are afraid to go in for COVID mm-hmm. because there's so many COVID people yeah. in the house in the hospitals. But still, now you're dying at home because you're not seeking treatment exactly. because you're afraid of so emergency wrong. rooms, mm-hmm. you know? And, so, and then the uh, emergency room, too, it is like a... I mean, people wear masks. And right. like hospitals are forcing people to wear masks, right. but yeah. I mean, it's out of your control, but yes. don't... Don't the, just be a martyr. Like, <laughs> don't try there's to be a... A nonprofit has a campaign called Don't Die in Doubt. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you don't feel well, just go, go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Chest pains, go to the mm-hmm. hospital. For sure. Splitting headache, go to the hospital. Yeah. Don't worry about COVID. Yeah. Just get up and go. And COVID can be treated. COVID and, yeah, is treated. There's right. more recoveries than death. death so right. please go to the hospital. My thing about COVID and in Houston is like, it's out of control. Mm-hmm. And I was... Like, how does Greg Abbott have the audacity to blame young people for being out there? When, when you tell people not to wear masks. When you said, you opened up the yeah. state. I, I said, mean, and you're still talking about we're wide open for business. Right. But, but you see your numbers you're, going right. up. Now you yeah. see your numbers going up. It's mm-hmm. so, like, yeah. that's when we talk about representatives yeah. who don't care. And, who and only the one. Right. Who only try to advance their personal agendas. Yeah. He... The deputy deputy governor and all these other they work personally for Trump, yeah in my book period. and there's money to be made mm-hmm. they want oil and gas back in the building yeah. so they can make oil and gas mm-hmm. money yeah. they want you know Dallas companies back in the building because Dallas has a lot of headquarters mm-hmm. it's like get the fuck yeah when you're telling people you don't have to wear a mask we can't afford people wearing a mask right but then you're surprised the numbers going up and then all the businesses are open well now you know Harris County says. Harris County has supposedly said you have to wear a mask. But, but they said that initially, and Greg Abbott yes. said no. So now we're back to you have to wear a mask. Again. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I stopped at HEB before mm-hmm. coming here, and I was like, there's a lot of people in here who don't have masks, but you're not in Harris County. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in my neighborhood, people go in and don't have yeah. a mask on all the time, and I'm always shocked. And like, I hate the mask. Yeah. I do too. I can't breathe. I like, can't. <laughs> especially when it's hot. You know how hot he's in so <sighs> I bought like, like yeah. a linen mask and from Target. Mm, fucking hate it. And then my skin, like mm-hmm. you know, I'm doing. I have I have to have a whole new mm-hmm. skin regimen to keep my skin on point 
with this mask right. because like toner, everything just because and I'm I can't even imagine to like open, such open right. pores around where the mask goes. I can't imagine healthcare professionals like yourself because like first of all, it kills the back of my ears. Yeah. Like having to wear the whole mm-hmm. all the all the flights and stuff. Yeah. I was just like, <sighs> yeah, I can't do it. I can't. I think do the it. shape of my ear it doesn't hurt my ears as much, but even after like like you know twelve hours shift after eight hours, I feel it. Yeah. So we had this little stretchy plastic thing that we can hook it to mm. but the way my i wear my hair down at work yes because that's how i like to wear my hair down so it, it messes up my hair yeah trying to use that thing so i'm telling you but you know Girl. what and i told and so i told you before we started like i'm back in the house now like yeah. i was very anxious to get out there be but social we did. We did. and we did yeah we did but yeah. i am more than happy <laughs> to get back in the house yeah. and have you over yeah. have others over yeah I just want to create my little tribe and hang out with my little tribe and just really know that this year is just a year of low-key. I'm chilling. And low-key and being home and just yeah. appreciating and investing appreciating in, what you in have. relationships yeah. that you have. Exactly. Like, that's what I uh, Take it simple. Like, that's yeah. the lesson that I keep learning in 2020. I posted on my social media that, like, I... Um, being single in quarantine has been interesting, mm-hmm. you know, but I have not felt lonely. Mm-hmm. I mean, there might have been, there was one weekend where I was like, oh my God, I hate this shit. And mm-hmm. I think I've talked about it before. Like, mm-hmm. I know what's here. I'm by myself. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. Uh-huh. I'm doing the same thing over and over. Mm-hmm. But also like 2020 has revealed like a lot of love that mm-hmm. I have in my life mm-hmm. that, you know, you really don't even think about. Mm-hmm. You take people for granted, yeah. you know, being mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, I am so grateful for mm-hmm. that because mm-hmm. I could have been a lot lonelier. Mm-hmm. I could have been like. And you know who your real friends yeah, are. Yeah, and you know who your people oh, are, girl, you know. Because that's been great. Just just realizing there's so many solid relationships, yeah. right? So. Absolutely. So I'm happy to go back inside. Yeah. Like. My AC is still working great. <laughs> First guy. You know, the liquor store is still open and Girl, I can go buy all the yeah. stuff. I'm like, I can actually be on a diet, on a lifestyle journey. Right. Real good. Because I'm trying to do this intermittent fast, even though, you know, I'm drinking my wine, but I'm going to push the time I eat to like one tomorrow. <laughs> I've been doing intermittent fasting like for two days week. now, so I've been liking it. I took a week off from working out last week, and mm-hmm. I'm like back on it today. So I worked out today. I worked yeah. out yesterday. But I'm like, you know what? Yeah, this feels good. This is what I'm gonna do. Take like, it chill. Take it simple. Like yeah. And I've kind of loved the stillness and the just the routine yeah. of things now. Like I've created my little routine. Like it feels good because it's just like, well, I try to, you know, I want what you can't have. Just right. Be content. That's the biggest thing. Be yeah. content right now. You like the Bible said. Learn to be content in all yeah. things. So I'm trying to be content in all things because this is the situation right now. And, you know, we had a little bit taste of freedom. So we know it's out there. It's yeah. possible. We can yeah. go back We out can there get back again, out there again. later in life. It's never not going to happen. Right. 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 <laughs> so it's just like, just chill to the Yeah. Yeah. So, um, girl, how, what have you been doing for your mental health? Because everything has been so overwhelming, like I said, for me especially, like, I feel like I have a high threshold for stress, and I've been even feeling this, like, constant weirdness, yeah. like, this constant, like, this drainage, you know? Like, I just feel yeah. like I keep t- trying to pull myself, like, not pull myself, I feel like God is pulling me, like, like, I'm holding on so strong to the Lord. Yeah. 
So that has been my source of strength. Yeah. But like without that, like even there's days that I just feel like yeah, I'm just oh, I'm just drained. I'm just overwhelmed. I'm just stressed. You know, like yeah. it's a low grade stress, but it's one it's that there. you feel every day. Yeah. Yeah. I um I don't know. Like okay, so with the way I handle Corona quarantine stress. Mm-hmm. I actually handled it, yeah. right? Like, I channeled my energy really into did. painting, yeah, yeah. conversing mm-hmm. with friends, mm-hmm. reading, yeah. going to the pool, yeah. all that kind of stuff. You went on a whole detox. Yeah, too. detox. Yeah. I fasted, yeah. I worked out. Mm-hmm. But this black people dying in the streets, black life well, matters stress, that's been heavy. For that's me. been heavy. Mm-hmm. It's been different. I've mm-hmm. cried, mm-hmm. you know, for days. Mm-hmm. I've I haven't been able to work, you know, because mm-hmm. it's hard to function normally. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like, I just have, like, I've tried to feel everything, mm-hmm. you know, because it doesn't help to mm-hmm. bury your feelings. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, if I'm feeling sad, I'm feeling sad. If I am unfocused at work, I'm unfocused at work. I have had conversations with my boss about how I'm really affected by what's happening. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that, I like, I feel, you know, she, of course, says she didn't see it. But mm-hmm. I've said to her, like, I, you know, if I'm being honest, I have not been very productive for the mm-hmm. past few days. Mm-hmm. I'm going to the protest today. Mm-hmm. Like, I am truly affected, mm-hmm. and I'm having a hard time coping with this because I should not feel, be I should not be afraid to live because mm-hmm. of the color of my skin when I didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. You know, so I have just tried to be honest with myself, mm-hmm. you know, and I still try to surround myself with people that love me. I've mm-hmm. tried to have conversations, you know, and a lot of times, I sometimes I avoid having conversations. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't watch all these videos that come out yeah. because I know I'm affected by them. Mm-hmm. I don't want, my best friend knows this, a lot of times I don't want to talk about it because mm-hmm. I'm affected by it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have to hear about it to know that it's out there, yeah. you know? It's mm-hmm. not like, if you don't tell me, mm-hmm. I ain't gonna know that it's happening, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, I have just really tried to be protective of my peace, which has been very hard to find. You mm-hmm. know, sometimes I have a glass of wine. Sometimes I have edible, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. I, sometimes mm-hmm. I I laugh. I look at, I watch funny things on TV mm-hmm. in order to laugh. I look for comedic movies mm-hmm. or comedic TV shows. Mm-hmm. I watch something old that I know that is funny, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I listen to music, mm-hmm. but it's like whatever I can to, whatever so I can do hard. to uplift mm-hmm. my spirits, mm-hmm. that's how I've been like handling my mental health. And it's mm-hmm. still not the best, you mm-hmm. know? I still have like mm-hmm. PTSD for being black and, yeah. you know, I ain't been shot in the street, yeah, you know? Exactly. But I know that it's happening. Yeah. So that's what I have been doing. What about you? Girl, some of the same things. For me, like it's just, like I said, that's still stressful. Like I feel like it just still feels heavy, right? Right. Regardless of what I do, it still feels heavy. Because it's just that, why does it have to be this why way? Why does it have to be? As yes. simple as it is, and as naive as the question is, it's, it's a like, real question. Why does it have to be this way? So it still feels heavy. I feel like I try to compartmentalize a lot, uh-huh. especially um, having to go to work and not really being a space to talk about it, especially yeah. being in healthcare. It's like, and then your friends want to talk about it. And yeah. then I'm just like, I'm not. It's hard for me to ruminate over things because it makes me angry. Yes. Right? The more I talk about it, then I want to blow shit up. (laughs) Like, I don't want to talk about it because I know then the anger comes from me constantly talking about it. So, it's just been kind of hard of, like, just, like I said, just really finding strength and sourcing God and... Like, spending quality time with my husband has been, like, a great thing. Like, we have our little routines that, yeah. shows that we watch. You know, that's my daily peace and daily joy. Yeah. And, like, just 
watching shows and just you know yeah. just things that distract myself and yeah. like trying to still focus in the yeah in this current condition right like, you still gotta work you still, still gotta, gotta make money you still gotta pay bills focus on school and yeah. this shit is happening and word is falling down and i'm like shit i want to be out in the streets but shit i gotta go to work and i yeah. can't call off or you know what i mean like there's so many different things that you feel like you should be doing more of yeah like it's just it's all a lot yeah so i think girl, it's important it's just a day-by-day thing yeah it's just my mood, how I wake up that day, I try to, you know, yeah, have, like pray to God. I try to watch, you know, a sermon. I try to, you know, get my mind ready. Yeah, even when I go to work, try to, you know, try to <laughs> try to reel myself, try to stay focused on what the task at hand is. Try not to talk about it too much. Yeah, then I have friends that want to talk about it at work, and it's just like. Not everybody cares, right? Right. And that's the part that even pisses you off. Because yeah. if I start talking about it, if you say something outside your neck at work, yeah. and I'm at work, and I'm just like, yeah, we got a problem. You know I'm already amped up. Why are you doing this to me? Like, yeah. I'm already ready to go. So yeah. it's just like, it's just not the place. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just like, as much as I can to distress myself and just focus on the good. Yeah. Like, I think I it's important. To focus on day by day. It's important to say, and I appreciate it, like, seeing this. Mm-hmm. It's okay to not be okay. Yeah. Like, this shit is traumatic. Mm-hmm. This shit is stressful. Yeah. It's saddening. Mm-hmm. It's angering. Mm-hmm. Like, it is okay. And black people are mad. Right. <laughs> like, we are mad. Straight up. I'm and angry. All, I feel like all most of us are mad every day. Like, yeah. I'm mad. I'm mad every day. I'm mad. But then I, like. But I got to move I gotta gotta life. on and, like, just. Just low grade be mad because yeah. it's like what it's, do you it's do? It's simmering it's anger. It's a simmering mad. Yeah, it's on, <laughs> right. It's on low. It's, it's on ready. simmer. It's, it's just ready. always there. Yeah, you're bubbling up. Exactly. Let somebody turn that heat up. And yeah, they ain't gonna and get you it. know when to find out because this has been simmering for a while. Because yeah. it's gonna blow the you know. But it's okay right now, yeah. especially right now. It's okay yeah. to not be okay. We've been in the yeah. house. We've been quarantined. And then we've seen our people shot and killed exactly. for no reason. Or, you know, and just back to de- back to back. Yeah. It's literally just, like every two weeks. Yes, yeah, just deprived yeah. of life because they were black and there's people down here exactly. that just hate black people. Exactly. So if you're angry, be angry. I told my job that. And I I'm really like, white people are afforded mental health issues, but black right. people are just aggressive. And we're supposed to be, <laughs> we're supposed like, to be strong. Anytime that, you know, a white person does something, you know, shoot up a school, lose their shit, you know, shoot yeah. up something, it's all mental health. But right. let's say a black man does. You know, anything. We're thugs. We're thugs. We're aggressive. We're mad. You know, why? Why can't mental health be? Right. <laughs> why can't we be explained by mental health? Right. You know? So for so I, uh, our advice section, mm-hmm. and we touched on it a little bit, but we'll give it a little more detail. Mm-hmm. How do you handle conversations about race in the workplace? And this is a good question for me because I I got a living yeah. example. Go ahead, girl. Me, okay. Well, my job, which. As I look back on it, I am appreciative of, but in the moment, I was not, Mm -hmm. you know, decided to put together an after-hours call to discuss what was happening in the world. this is after hours. If you valued it, make it be on hours. Right. So now, now, now. Because now (laughs) we get paid for this. (laughs) Because now it's optional, right? Okay. uh, It's optional. I should have got paid. Yeah. And it's like, (laughs) if you want to join, join. If you don't, don't. But this is a safe, this is how it was put to us. It's a safe space Mm -hmm. for people to ask questions, for people to listen, for people to get answers to their questions, for people just to come to understand. And, being one of like four black people in my office, mm-hmm. I was just like, 
really? Yeah. And like this was like right off the heels. I had went to the protest the day before. Mm-hmm. So like I'm still emotional. I was mm-hmm. crying the day before. Mm-hmm. The day before that. Like prior to that, I've been crying for four days, mm-hmm. you know? Every day you wake up, you see something new on social media. Mm-hmm. I'm upset. I'm in bed mm-hmm. in tears. Mm-hmm. And now y'all want to put a call together? Mm-hmm. Like you, I'm one of four black people. You could have reached out to each one of the black people yeah. in this office and asked, and asked us mm-hmm. if this was appropriate to do. Oh, yeah. So I was upset. Mm-hmm. But I also felt like an obligation. I was like, I have to this, represent. I have to represent. I'm not gonna let this be a bunch of white people talk to trying to make them. themselves feel better about racism. Yeah. Like this is not what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And I talked to my black cohorts. One said that he wasn't gonna be on. One said she was gonna be on, but not say anything. Mm-hmm. She was just here to listen, mm-hmm. make sure you know all That's of what I said, right? yeah <laughs> things were right. And then right. there was another woman who I didn't speak to because she was the she was a black woman. She was gonna be the one kind of head spearheading mm-hmm. it, but she was older, so I didn't even trust her opinion mm-hmm. because like older black people dealt with things differently. Exactly. At least deal with things the, right. The same experiences, right? And, now. and not have the same experiences. Yeah. Now, granted. In the 70s, probably had similar, yeah, yeah. but like as 30 years from now or 40 years mm-hmm. later, you've like settled in some like things are better now, yeah. don't want to rock the boat. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fine, I'll be on it. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm just going to, I'm just going to call in and, yeah. you know, and it actually ended up being a really great call mm-hmm. because, um, the woman who, the black woman who led it basically started off with like, this ain't going to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be comfortable. Everyone's uncomfortable. And I just was like, I had said a prayer mm-hmm. before joining this call. Mm-hmm. I said, God, whatever I say, let it be your words mm-hmm. and not mine. Mm-hmm. Let it be you speaking through me mm-hmm. and not me. Mm-hmm. And I know that it was him because by the time I finished, I didn't remember anything I said. <laughs> yes, I just let about. it fly, you yes. know. But mm-hmm. basically, so the conversation I had with them and I told them, like, listen, I'm going to be honest right now. Mm-hmm. I'm upset. Like, I'm glad how she started off. Because, like, I 100% agree. This is not going to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. I said, I didn't even want to get on this call. I'm on it. Because, like, I wanted to make sure the context was mm-hmm. right. But I went back and forth all day about being on this call. Mm-hmm. And I'm here now. And I need you to know, if you want to have a conversation about race relations in America with me, it's not comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's not. I'm not going to make you feel good. I'm mm-hmm. not going to tell you, oh, it's okay because you're not racist. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. You're going to completely understand the systematic racism, the unconscious bias that you have, the way you grew up thinking inherently that your whiteness made you better than mm-hmm. me, you're gonna understand your white privilege. Yeah. We're gonna, I'm gonna call it out. Yeah. And if you think I'm gonna make you feel better, I'm that's not. not the case. Mm-hmm. It's not the case. Mm-hmm. So don't come talk to me about it mm-hmm. if that's not if that's what you want. Mm-hmm. I said I'm angry. I'm hurt. I'm crying. Mm-hmm. I should not be hated because of the color of my skin. Mm-hmm. I was born this way. I didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. Now, give me a choice. I'm still going to choose to be black, mm-hmm. but I didn't have a choice in the mm-hmm. first place. Mm-hmm. So how it boggles my mind that I am hated because of so it. just who I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said, I told him, I was like, listen, you've got unconscious bias. You were taught this. Mm-hmm. You think you see a black man come around the corner. You're yeah, immediately afraid. afraid. Mm-hmm. Right. Have you ever stopped to think about yeah. that? Mm-hmm. I was like, have you considered the microaggressions? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not speaking to you in person. Personally, like, I'm not saying you, Jennifer, mm-hmm. are racist. <laughs> yeah. But like in general, mm-hmm. because a lot of white people do have these thoughts, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and they don't know where they come from. Mm-hmm. They don't even think to think, where mm-hmm. does this immediate fear of a black man Mm -hmm. coming around the corner come from Mm -hmm. what is this immediate aggression or thinking black women are aggressive Mm -hmm. where does that come from Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so i was like 
and I and I told him I was angry, and I, I mean, I just went on and on about like. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you this know, ain't gonna be what you right? Think this ain't gonna be what you think it mm-hmm. is. Blah blah blah. And yeah. in the end, you know, every and I put up a Google post about a lot of different um, African Americans throughout history. I told them that history only talks to you mm-hmm. about Martin Luther King. Yeah, and we and history talks to you about Martin Luther King like he was this amazing man, mm-hmm. which he was. Mm-hmm. But he was assassinated because he was so hated. Mm-hmm. There was a poll at the time. And he was the most hated man America, mm-hmm. man in America. And now they all want to quote him and about how he, he was, was peaceful. So peaceful. Yeah. yeah, and all he did was march. Mm-hmm. No, y'all didn't like him forty years ago, marching. right? Yeah. Fifty years ago, yeah. you, they killed him mm-hmm. because of his beliefs. Mm-hmm. So don't talk to me about how great exactly. you know. And then, yeah, and Malcolm mm-hmm. X. I was like Malcolm X. He didn't start the Black Panthers to just be a militant exactly. organization. But that was the only way y'all listened. That was the only way y'all listened. Yeah. And they only armed themselves in defense. Exactly. They didn't arm themselves on defense to, to just go shoot up people. Exactly. They protected their neighborhoods mm-hmm. with defense. Yeah. I was like, so if you really want to know, you're going to educate yourself. Mm-hmm. And then once you educate then, yourself, if you have a question for me, you better you must believe yeah. that I'm not going to be nice And it's it. not the job of black people to educate, to educate you, you about black matters. Like, right. there's so many resources out the there. The internet. Like, there's so many books. Like, you, if you are ignorant because you're choosing to be. And then find your safe spaces. Like right. you said, you can't just approach any, any black, black person, person and ask them about. Oh, like, like, a black person? Like, Let me ask her about Like the black. guy did to me. Yeah. To us at, at Walmart find today. Find your people. You find who, your relationships that you value and you feel safe at to yes. ask those kind of questions. Because yes. they're going to be tolerant because they love you. Right. right? Or they care or they, about they you. they know that you're coming. They know from a good place. Right. But till then, like. Just don't approach any black person because otherwise you can teach yourself. You might get slapped. And yeah. I told them that too. I was like, educate yourself. Mm-hmm. I said, you got all the resources. Yeah. We live in the age of the internet. That's literally it's shows all there. like blackish for y'all. Right. Right. Blackish, <laughs> blackish, blackish breaks it down. Like, and blackish breaks it down with a cartoon black black and a little dance. Exactly. Yeah. Blackish is not for black people. It's for white people. It is for so white y'all people. y'all can literally just watch blackish and it will teach you all you need to know. That's all you need to know. <laughs> You'll be sitting there having conversations exactly. with slightly racist white exactly. people about black matters and asking the questions that you have right and so they watch blackish blackish so is not for black people i'm like you know, just, i stopped watching blackish like i took a season because i was tired of the yeah, lesson i, I was like i know this already exactly I, I i don't i told you i don't like to be taught things black that as fuck already was know good, yeah well, I still black know. af is a little bit more for black people yeah. but it's still for white people who don't mind being like talked down to talk down to <laughs> <laughs> hate white people yeah. if you don't mind hearing I fucking hate white people yeah. then you can then watch you Black can watch AF it. but if you're sensitive yeah, like a lot it. of white people are yeah. go watch Blackish but and I don't understand why people certain people are sensitive because we're forced to have a backbone from the jump from birth like from birth we are ready from set birth. They, they thought black women did yeah. not feel pain yeah we are expected. So, like, what's the sensitivity from? Because I rock the way your belief system real quick. I mean, like, what's some backbone? They're yourself? so sensitive. Anyway, <sighs> how do you handle race relations or so, race conversation at work? It's kind of hard. It's kind of hard because I really don't know how to mm-hmm. approach it, especially based on the kind of work. I work in healthcare. Yeah. I deal with people every day. Yeah. So, regardless of the case, like, you still have to, like, it's customer service you yeah. still have to um, do for people and 
even with coworkers, like we have conversations like this in the break room, then you see certain, like you said, unconscious bias. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, then you ask yourself, yeah. yeah, do I go there with this person and pop yeah. off? Or like, you know what I mean? This yeah. is at work, especially based on the environment and the kind of job that we, yeah. that we do. So it's been, it's proved difficult. I talk about it to my friends openly. Yeah. And whoever hears us, hears us. Yeah. But it's just like really having this conversation with specific people unless they ask me or like, you know what I mean? It's like, I just talk about it with my friends and whoever happens to hear it because it just, it proves difficult and challenging because, you know, even we were in a meeting at work the other day and somebody, you know, was just talking about the state of the world and how certain people feel alienated. And that in itself <laughs> triggered me because I'm just like, what does that even mean? Cause you feel you feel alienated. That because was all lives matter. All, yeah, exactly, right? And I was just like, huh. And that was one of those moments I was like, huh. Because it's just like, again, this is you, my curl. You don't even unconsciously showing yourself. You don't even know what you just yeah. said, but you just said it. You yeah. know what I mean? You just literally said it. Yeah. Like, what do you mean you feel alienated? Yeah. Like, if you ask if, somebody, has somebody yeah. done something to, to you? you exactly if you had a conversation and it went there yeah. you know like what makes you feel alienated that's so well, because this is not your experience you can't somehow still be a part of it and understand it passion and be compassionate not that hard and i was like how do you, like in my mind i'm like how do you feel alienated again question marks that yeah. just triggers in you and then it was like do you go there and yeah go you know because you can even still try to have conversation, which I have done with certain coworkers, and then they ask off the wall questions. They feel like, hmm, you know what? I just wasted my time. I just wasted my breath. This is obviously what you want to believe. Yeah. So let's keep it moving. Some yeah. people you can't change. So I agree, and there are kind of it's proved difficult. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, like, I have friends who companies haven't even said anything. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of companies have come out, but mainly it's, like, consumer-facing companies, yeah. right? Even when my CEO first said something, I was like, are you saying this because you really feel this way? Yeah. Or are you saying this because, like, you know, what, what we do, it is a part of, like, we also try to affect co- uh, communities of color. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you have to say it, you know? Yeah. But... I think I do work for an organization that actually really does mm-hmm. care, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. but you know, you just don't know. Yeah. So my organization did send out an email. Okay. And then there was white coats for white, uh, white coats for black lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that they sent out the email after it kind of, yeah. Oh, or I read the email after, I don't know, whatever the case, it was just like after the fact. Yeah. And then, you know, a CEO or a talking about doing a listening tour, uh, you know. So I don't know exactly what that entails, yeah. but it's in the email. So I'm like, okay, they are trying to address the issue. Yes, yes. But I feel like it's in a grand scale. Yes, it's, it's not, not unit-based. Right. And I just feel like in order for conversations like that to flourish, it needs yeah. to be like in individual communities, and our communities is unit-based, yeah. you know, like to with the people that you work for. It yeah. can be like this graspy thing that's just out there in the system that's yeah. just kind of happening it has to you know i feel like you kind of have to bring people in certain yeah 
um, that are trained for this to have this kind of conversation if you really want this conversation you want to some happen. change to happen exactly. and like I agree that's why I was upset. and I feel like the reason things like that doesn't happen is because people don't want to be uncomfortable they, just they don't want to be uncomfortable they just want to say that they address it yeah that's really exactly exactly yeah. you just want to say, say that, that you did something exactly. you want to show that you're doing something, something. but you're not actually doing, doing something and that was my yeah. whole point like mm-hmm. y'all not going to feel better mm-hmm. just because you got on this call exactly. to have this conversation yeah. about race. No, you want to have a real conversation? Get uncomfortable because exactly. I'm uncomfortable exactly. in my skin. And I've worked in other organizations that actually have trained people. It's, let's say a unit is not being cohesive for, for some reason. They bring experts into the into the space and then they was like, how can we make this, you know, team building kind of activities to, you know, to yeah. just build it. I feel like there's, there's work out there for there's institutions that can yeah. promote that within Absolutely. other organizations that they can bring in to advance. To help, yeah. yeah. So for me, I just like, I don't like the fake. We're yeah. just out here doing a little bit of stuff. And a lot of times, hoping. it's hard to really tell the real from the fake. Yeah. Because like people want to be on the right side of history. Exactly. But their minds aren't on it's, the right side, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So you just gotta like And only God releases your attention, so it's just I am down for making racists afraid again though. Like racist people right? need to go back into they, hiding. They should have yeah. thanks to Donald Trump. The they out here voted him yeah. They just out, out here. here feeling empowered. And I need y'all to take y'all ratchet asses <laughs> back into y'all backwoods county. Exactly. Right. To your case. To the that you hit to before. Your hick. Mm-hmm. Living in the country. Got to drive 20 minutes <laughs> into the city to get some damn milk <laughs> ass neighborhoods. Those, the people that are racist. Yes. Clarify. <laughs> 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 not, not all white not people. Not all. Just the people that are racist. All Go. right. Go hide back where you were until Donald Trump pulled you out of your case. Right. Because we are over it. Yes. KKK rallies. Yes. On Route 224. Where no black person right. live anyway. <laughs> anyway. Why somewhere about your yes. business? Because we run the shit, bro. Exactly. That's why you mad. Though. That's why you mad? Because we run the shit. Yeah. You're mad that black people are advancing or progressing, regardless of regardless, regardless despite of, it yeah, all. Of despite you trying it. to put systems in place, despite right. you trying to press down. That's like Neil on neck, despite right. you still that's why you're mad. That's why you're mad. Well, and these people think because we had a black president, there's no racism. That's, Girl, the that's worst when shit. the worst racism came that's, out. That's when they came that's out. That's when they lose their shit. That's, that's exactly. a black man in power <laughs> at the top. And they got to see this all it for eight years every right. day. At the top. <laughs> said, that oh, was no, the main we problem. Do that was this. the main problem. <sighs> so, anyway, let's close this up because we're like, sure. So, so far today, in. today's quote comes from Rosa Parks. Mm-hmm. And it goes. I have learned over the years that when one's mind is made up, this diminishes fear. Knowing what must be done does away with fear. Yes. And, and I true. love that. It's basically correlates with my favorite saying, it is what it is. <laughs> when you know what it is, then you don't, like nothing else matters. You do what needs to be done because yeah. it is what it is. You accept it and you just, and everything you, else you disappears. Handle it. Exactly. Yeah. Put your big girl's panties on and deal with it. Put your vest on and go to war and do what you gotta do. So I agree. Yeah. Final thoughts, girl. <sighs> I, my final thoughts. <laughs> it is difficult being black in mm-hmm. America. Mm-hmm. They are people are exhausting. Mm-hmm. But I am 
a hundred percent over making people feel comfortable about my blackness. My blackness. I am down all the way, mm-hmm. ten toes down into mm-hmm. being as black as I can Blackity, be. Blackity. I'm Blackity being black. as black as possible. Yes. I don't care if it comes across as angry black woman. Yes. I don't care if it comes mm-hmm. across as aggressive black woman. I'm going to on my black songs. I'm black. Yeah. I am black, 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 black. <laughs> and, you know, like even like the colorism war and everything, you know, mm-hmm. the different colors, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm black. Black as black as I'm black, black as fuck. Yeah. And that's what mm-hmm. I'm always going to be and I'm proud mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. I am grateful for it mm-hmm. because I only oh, think you are girl. chosen to be black because like you can be able says, to endure it. She said, let the ghost chit chat. Exactly. Was I was like, put the ancestors on the wall, let the ghost exactly. chit chat. That's exactly I wouldn't choose. Yeah. Even through it all, through all of this, through mm-hmm. our history, through our ancestors, everything. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I, I don't, you know, I don't know if our slave ancestors would, ancestors would have said the same thing, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't choose to be anything other than black. Never. So you can mm-hmm. hate on me, you can spit at mm-hmm. me, you could do whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm still gonna be fabulous. And this still hair, I rise. Right, I still I rise. This hair is still curly. She, These hips, this ass said, is still here. What else she said? These lips are still big, and you still want she it said, all. After the laid edges, I'm gonna let it shrivel up. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> is that the I, black parade? Yeah, I, I like to the whole thing. Girl, it I was feel, long. I feel black and black, 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 black. Yeah. Like I just. Right now is the moment. Right well, now know, is the... On title, like, they put together two playlists uh, for, like, the movement. And I love these playlists. Mm-hmm. And I've been working out to them. And yes. Like, I'm working out. Like, girl, yeah, I'm black. This shit yes. is awesome. You yes. Know? That's what I'm saying. That black, black, black. Like, yeah. on the, my buddy and somebody yeah. else. I don't know. That's my song. I've been... Yeah. I've been playing it on, like, a yeah. thousand going to work. Like, yes. Yes. Like, everybody who feels comfortable. You yes. just gonna be bad. Well, no, I'll be blasting yeah. it coming into work because that's how I feel right. Like yeah. that's how I'm always feel because yeah. I feel very proud to be black. I feel like it's shit you can do to stop exactly. It. Half and the shit that you are is because and of we black have people. to always take pride in being black because nobody, like we said, show off for us. Like I had a, like we can't show up right. for us because. We've had to fight for everything. So, right. guess what? We're going to be blackity black. Black. Black, black. Black, <laughs> black as shit. So, the day we die, we're going to talk about how black we they are. They said there ain't two things. There's only two things in life you got to be. You got to do. You got to be black and, and die. Exactly. And it's like, that's all I'm going to do, too. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. two things in life. Yeah. I'm black. So, and final then, thoughts, I'm black. Exactly. And for me, it's like, regardless of the awareness... I'm gonna show up every day. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put my face on. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna look you straight in the eye and mm-hmm. do what I have to do. You're not gonna see anything less than strength when I approach that world because Absolutely. it is what the F it is. Like I said, that's my favorite saying. Regardless of what the state of the world say, is, it is what the fuck it, it is. It is what it is, okay? <laughs> I'm gonna still be great and you're just gonna be mad, okay? Exactly. Yes. Clink, clink. And don't ask me about my education because I'm going to come for your throat, okay? <laughs> right. Don't tell me I'm eloquent. I hate yes. you say, Oh my God, you said that so well. Because I'm giving what you a warning right now. What the fuck did you right think now. that I Because that is my trigger. I might choke up. Okay? Don't do it. Because, again, don't make me have to pull out my resume. Thank you. So cheers to being black, guys. Yes. Keep your heads up. Yes. I'm pretty, I mean, I'm definitely sure more than black people listeners and, <laughs> and we love all our and we love all our allies exactly. we love all our friends yes we don't like racists exactly bigots so stay off, uh, yeah you can podcast. move around but other than that cheers to 
the movement, Black yes, Lives Matter. Exactly. June twenty third, Black Lives Matter. Yes. June twenty fourth, that's Black Lives it, Matter. Everyone that is for the movement, everyone like we said, we already did our honorary mentions. Yeah. Go back and listen to that. We appreciate all of you. Yes. Thank you. Thank, thank you for thank standing you. up for us, and thank yeah. you for listening. We appreciate you. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you.